You are listening to a National Gallery of Victoria audio program available at www.ngv.vic.gov.au. I grew up in the 70s, so when I looked at Howard's work at the beginning, which was in the 80s, which is when I first knew about his work or met him, I had immediate reference or relationship with the patterning because I grew up in a house that had, you know, orange, brown and beige wallpaper. And not everyone had exactly that wallpaper, but everyone had a version of that. So everyone Mm. can relate to one aspect of the work, whether you go, oh, my God, that's an awful memory, I never want to look at that, (laughs) or, oh, my God, you're incredibly nostalgic and you have sentimental um, attachments and connections to that time. A lot of his work in terms of the audience response relates to where they come from as well. I think it does. And one of the things I like about Howard's work in that sense is that it reinforces the value of our individual tastes and the fact that, you know, sometimes we get it wrong, sometimes it is a horrible memory. Mm. But you know, we do construct these environments for ourselves to be as comfortable or as welcoming or as nurturing as we want them to be, mm-hmm. a kind of shelter away from the maelstrom of the city and the suburbs as well. I mean, some of his some of his interiors are quite calm mm-hmm. uh, at times mm-hmm. rather than claustrophobic. He does evoke a whole range of sensations in his works. One of the most touching things that I have as as a legacy from Howard, which was through Tony Clark, was an image of a cat that he airbrushed for me on paper, which uh, Tony commissioned him to do for for my birthday, I think in 1991. Um, I can't even remember the year. but um, And I think they did a swap for me to get this cat. And I had a, had a cat called Tina. So Howard did this airbrush image of a cat in black, airbrush on white paper um, of my cat Tina.